if you've ever had that happen to you, where somebody consciously steals something from you, oh, you feel violated. Inside Yoga, the place where we go inside. Welcome back to Inside Yoga. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for giving your time and your good attention to this little podcast here in a far corner of the world. I'm very, very grateful. And my heartfelt respects go to you, the listener, for wanting to listen. Thank you. We're back in the introduction of the Gita in our morning classes. These morning classes are getting better and better and better. If you're not a part of the morning classes, just get on board. Just come on in. Send me an email. Send me a text. Send me whatever you want, and I will give you the code to get in. It's a Zoom call. It is fantastic. we got a great crew that's there who are holding it down. We do... We've added some physical yoga practice, we've got some breathing, we've got some meditation, and then we go over the Gita. And right now, we're in a very specific part of the introduction to the Gita that's discussing where do you place your treasure. I'm going to read the section that we went through today, and let's see how this hits. In the Bhagavad Gita, Worship of different demigods. If you don't know what a demigod is, it is, uh, would be like, you know, if there was a CEO and there was a, there was high directors in the company that they weren't the C-suite, but they were high directors in a company, it would be like that. Demigods, they're very powerful. The worship of different powerful beings or demigods or rendering service to them is not approved. It's stated in the seventh chapter, twentieth verse. Get ready. Here comes a little Sanskrit. Kamastaistairita gyana prapyante ni devataha tam tam niyamam ashtaya prakriti niyata svaya. What does it mean? It means those whose intelligence has been stolen. Okay, let's just drop the mic right there. What do you mean stolen? The one of the worst most invasive feelings is if something gets stolen from you. It is so strange. If you've ever had that happen to you, where somebody consciously steals something from you, oh, you feel violated. It's incredible. Two instances come to mind. We used to live in in the Bhakti Center, actually, in the fourth floor, and we would leave our door open sometimes, not consciously, unconsciously, but so many people coming through there. And one time, what happened was amazing. We left our door open and somebody came in and stole my wallet. They stole my wallet. They stole my wife's wallet and then they were gone. Now, what was really interesting was we didn't know who it was. We had no idea who it was because we didn't have a camera system set up at that time. And then, come to find out, I get charged for certain items on my card. And I said, wait, what's that all about? And so I ran to the store and I, and I talked to the guy who owned the store. I said, hey, you have a surveillance camera? When did they charge that? Can you figure that out? Just go to, let's see who this person is. And it was amazing to go back into the tape because it was a day or two before and look, and it was at 10.33 a.m. And we went and looked at 10.33 a.m. And we saw a person swiping my card. And it was somebody that I'd seen before. 
And it's just so nasty. uh, Come on. I've spoken to you before. You come in and you steal. Oh, it's so painful, actually. So this verse says, those whose intelligence has been stolen. Imagine if your intelligence gets stolen. Well, where does my mind go? Stolen by what? Who, who comes in and who swipes the card? The material desires. If your intelligence gets stolen by your material desires, what are you going to be inclined to do? I'm going to take this back one more time. I hope you're still with me. If my credit card gets stolen by somebody, what am I going to buy with it? So if my intelligence gets stolen by somebody, this is going to be the results of it. I'm going to surrender to demigods. And I'm going to follow the particular rules and regulation according to the, you know, my nature then. And why is that important? Well, you can go back to the Old Testament and you can understand that it's a big thing. You know, they'll shall have no other gods before me. When we, when we still have our propensity that I got to make this situation work really, really good for me, then our intelligence is going to get hijacked. It's going to get stolen like that credit card. And we're going to start to use our intelligence to make a more comfortable situation. You can make a more comfortable situation pretty easy by appeasing and going to the demigods. Now, let's be honest. Sometimes that's okay in a certain context, meaning these demigods are powerful people. They're powerful personalities. And it's not something that we just say, oh, I don't go to demigods. I only go to Krishna. I only go to the the highest source. It's not that at all. In the same way that if you're working in a company and you know, the CEO has put out a mandate. It's not that you necessarily just report to the CEO. You talk to your manager or the manager above your manager or whoever it is, and you honor the system that's put in place. So according to the yoga text or the Vedic paradigm or the Bhagavad Gita, there is one big CEO, that's Krishna, but there's many demigods. And we should honor the demigods. We just shouldn't give our deepest heart to the demigods. I hope that makes sense. Why would I give out my most precious commodity? Why would I give my most precious commodity away? Why would I allow that to be stolen? Why would I allow my credit card to be taken? What is my credit card? My heart. Why would I allow my heart to be taken by somebody who's not worthy of caring for it? Why would I allow my credit card to go out with somebody who's going to use that for their selfish interest? I hope that makes sense. That's the idea of the demigods. I'm going to honor every living being, and especially I'm going to honor the demigods. I'm not going to say they're, you know, they're useless or they're, no way. I know they are a big part of my life, actually. I know there are forces beyond me, even at this very moment, that are pushing and pulling on me in ways that I can't even conceive of. I am just lucky to be here. I should be grateful to be here. I should be grateful to be part of such an intricately, perfectly woven system. I'm so happy to be involved in that in some way. It's just I'm not going to give my deepest heart unless... I'm not going to give my deepest heart to the demigods unless my intelligence has been stolen by what? My material desires. I'm still trying to make a great seen here for the short time that I'm that I'm on this earth or I'm in this body or I'm in this particular situation that's the idea 
So that's what we went over today. Anyway, it's great to be part of a bigger system. It's amazing to honor the demigods. We should bow our heads to them. We just shouldn't give the deepest part of our heart. We should give the deepest part of our heart to that person or that same supreme source who's worthy of it. Hope that makes sense. Hope that puts the demigods in context. Thank you so much for listening. So, so grateful to be with you today. Hari Om Tat Sat. Namaste. And I hope you have a beautiful day, no matter what comes your way. <laughs>